whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Well, my listeners, I'm now recording this episode about 8.30, probably 9 p.m. It's been a long day. Um, did my regular job today with the city of Greensboro. Uh, got a good start this morning out of the house, so facing the elements, making my drive in to work. It's about an hour. Traffic was good. Uh, so I could say it's been a long day in the context of a, neg- a negative way, but it's been a long day in the sense of a good, good way. So I was able to make it back in this time of the evening. Uh, tonight uh, and regroup to the point where I'm able to get it up here now and record this podcast by playing it safe no longer uh, the instances in which we should play it safe the ones I'm going to mention are really obvious such as when we pull up to a red light and then it changes to a caution light caution light the yellow blinking light what goes to green. That moment when we have to pause to make sure the way is clear. Or in the process of crossing a crosswalk and it's blinking, blinking, blinking and then it either goes to symbols saying walk, walk or do not walk or even wording. We pause for a moment play it safe in that instant. Or perhaps when we are even in the home cooking we get some food on the stove or have food in the oven and it gets a certain temperature and the pan or pot that we're cooking it in uh, gets a certain temperature and we have to be cautious, play it cautious, safe by using the proper uh, utensil to, to remove that hot item from the stove. The instances where we may be in conversations that are getting really heated to someone we really care about or we care about us that's also a moment when we may want to air our precaution and breathe for a second and play it safe because often, as we know, I'm pretty sure you may agree with me. I hope you, if you don't, I, I can respect that, but if you do agree with me, when a word is spoken out of anger, it hurts more deeply sometimes than the same word if it's spoken in a calm, peaceful setting, peaceful mindset. To be cautious. It's a caution when we find ourselves perhaps in that space. 
or even with our employer when things are not going a certain way. Tread lightly and precaution. But other times in life, I challenge you, my listeners, to not play it safe. I mentioned something in my Instagram video how I'm no longer going to play it safe when it comes to talking about politics, religion, in particular Christianity as a religion. Though many Christians claim that their religion, that Christianity is not a religion, it's about relationship. That's a quote among so many churchgoers. It's not about religion, they say, it's about relationship. They try to overlook the definition of Christianity, which Christianity is a form of religion. Just like we have come to the political spectrum where there are different degrees of liberalism, conservatism. Depending who you talk to depends how they interpret each. Or the common middle of the road where you're supposed to be safe you're not going to take a choice. And you want to play both sides. Or so is it so this or when it comes to sexuality which seems to be evolving every, every day with different definitions to define human nature, us as human beings uh, along the sexual spectrum of who we are. That's who we are. Uh, there will be no stones unturned, so I, I will try to leave no stone as I say it goes unturned. The areas I feel comfortable and confident in talking about. But I myself have in the religious realm, which is a real area that really bugs some people when I get talking about it. I've walked in so many varying degrees of that as far as Christianity goes in my faith walk. In my 59 years on this planet. You say, well, 59, you didn't really worship anything when you were a child, you didn't really engage when you were an infant toddler. Reality is we did. If we have religious parents or came out of a religious home, then we basically inherited that of those who were our caregivers. Parents, a household, whatever it may be, to a certain degree. So in a sense, we were not born such, but we were made such. Until we get older enough to start examining life religiously for ourselves, spiritually for ourselves. Same thing with politics, same thing with sexual orientation, which is the word I was searching for. Different different types of sexual orientation seem to be evolving every day. And me, as I go in these areas, I will say this, I say this, I will say this, and some of my words may sting as I go into these different areas. Please take no personal offense, but these are only my personal opinions. I challenge you to leave comments on different subjects I may talk about in a podcast. And you may say, well, how is all this about tied in with finishing the, the series, finishing the year strong? All to, like I said, I have found myself playing it safe in the religious realm. Did the neutral thing is the politics were a good part of my life. Passed up what could have potentially been a great naval career because I allow the religious side to overpower, overpower my desire to serve in the military. 
you want to know more about some of these things, you check out our early episodes of my podcast. Go back to episode one even, uh, which the scale given our place, where uh, it's the title, Preconditioned Film. Because you see, in a sense, we all have been preconditioned to fail to a certain degree, one way or another. Even in the best of homes, even in the best of environments, I believe that we all have been. Because we are not perfect human beings and no one can therefore teach, rear, guide, or show us any perfect way to go in this thing called life. But when we get older, we start making conscious decisions myself. So when I go back to that period, I was about age five or six when I started making some solid decisions for myself because of the environment I was in. Again, go back to that very first episode of Preconditioned to Fail and other episodes related to it. But now, back to the present time, when I'm choosing to live a more unfiltered life. And I encourage you to choose to live a more unfiltered life. He said, man, God, I'm already I'm doing my thing my way. I'm, I got it going. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm walking out when I want to walk out. I'm living a life to the fullest. Great. Awesome. We can always do better in living our life to the fullest. In doing so, that often encourages, sometimes, perhaps, like the vacuum cleaner, we change out the filter in our vacuum cleaner. Or if we have one of those filters we wash and clean and reuse, we do that. We have to do some work. Because personal growth is a real deal. Living a more filtered life is a real deal. Um, the love of my life she lives an unfiltered life as often as possible I said love of my life is this woman in my life who came into my life a short while ago we challenge each other to live a more unfiltered life we push each other sometimes we push each other to the point of some may say we even arguing but we're really pushing the envelope because it's like this Whereas I have known love on different levels, they have been pushed in different ways, and I have pushed others. It's a difference. There's a difference in not playing it safe when you have someone who walks that journey with you and has your back and then when they tap on your shoulder when they know it's the time for you to here. Move for this caution side. Pause for a moment. There's a text that once said if two lie down together, they're stronger together, basically. But who can overpower? Easy overpower one. Someone cannot easily overpower two. That's a good place to be if you're choosing to not play it safe. To have someone in your life or be part of some community where you are able to share openly and freely Perhaps with limited judgment or no judgment at all. When you share that you want to do certain things that may be uncomfortable for yourself, or share certain things that others may be uncomfortable with. In our country today, there's so much being spewed out by different types, through different types of media. Basically, I consider some of that stuff that's being spewed out is old garbage being recycled. To look like it's something new, but it's still garbage. When it comes to racism, 
mass incarceration, white privilege, which is real. But in Virginia, even these soccer-looking mobs, these people who do not want the real history of America to be told, elected individuals who do their best to cover the real history of this country that has been built on the backsides of brown-skinned people, marginalized people. You know, they say, well, that's ancient history. Why you put this in this part about playing it safe? One thing I tie in with this, y'all. If you play it safe and you don't speak out, you'll get in the polls and vote if you live here in America. And vote for evil, perhaps you have to vote for the best of two evils. But vote, but make your voice heard in a sense for, the, for those who want greater freedoms, who are always wanting to die for freedom of expression, whether they agree with you or not, they want you to be free to express yourself. To read the books, to go to the schools, to know the history to talk about the real history of this country. And still have a love for this country. I, as a black man, realize that with this podcast, a lot of my audience are white males that are listening. You, my light-skinned brothers, you have a voice, you have an opportunity. I challenge you, I challenge you to get to know those who do not look like you better in your plate workplace, you know, Seek them out, bring them into your places of worship, engage with them on the streets. You, some of you who are married to women or are relationship to women who voted for this, these these changes that were, you know, really filter American history even more than ours than filtered. Because you're uncomfortable. Be freaking uncomfortable if you really care. And if you're walking some type of faith out. Because if you don't speak out, if you choose to be silent, eventually those who are you are supporting will come for you and silence your tongue. If you don't believe me, look at Nazi Germany. A lot of those, it wasn't just about the Jews. It was about other Germans who chose not to go along with the craziness of Hitler and his regime. Then be not part of that poem that Pastor Mueller said, Martin Mueller wrote once. He said, finally they came me. I challenge you not to be the me. And hide your head under the pillow. I challenge you not to play it safe. Because you have, who are listening to this podcast, you may be able to speak and do what I cannot do. Because of the way you look and walk in rooms I cannot walk in right now. Because the internet, we are all now a global family. We are truly Humanity, not just Americans, but global society, regardless of our religious, political, sexual orientation, the same biases, biases you may have may be the same things that are charged against you. My black brothers and sisters who may be listening to this podcast who are facing some type of mental health challenge. What mental health is not often talked about in our community. I, I challenge you to no longer play it safe and go and seek out someone that you can share with in your heart to talk to someone, make a difference in someone's life, hear someone's story. If your story is not the same, pay attention. A silent tongue, again, I say this many years later, changes nothing. So you say, Alfred, you talk about playing it safe. Yes, I have played it safe for far too long. 
So I'm coming in hard, I'm coming in quick, I'm swinging hard. It's like the greatest hitters in baseball, they see where the pitch is going, so I have learned before it gets close to the bat. So now I'm swinging it where the ball is going to make impact, and swinging it where the ball will be. Knowing that they, when they make contact, they're going for where the ball is going to be. Rain Getsky, one of the greatest hockey players to ever live, never aimed for the goal. He aimed for where the puck will be. But it traveled in his direction, and therefore he aimed for the goal. So when we come to playing it safe, sometimes we have to aim in a way that's not necessarily the most rational, rational or reasonable way. Air for caution when necessary, play it safe no longer as often as possible because if you are not playing it safe, you will indeed not only live your best life, you may perhaps through your words, your actions, your deeds, and carry someone else to challenge themselves, their belief system, their way of walking, their way of talking, the engagement of the people, you're no longer playing it safe. You may be more than just some person on a computer screen. You may be that one person who encourages someone else to no longer play it safe and live their best life. And you, therefore, will also live your best life for I firmly believe, and I've seen that all too often, that sacred text by the ancient writer that said once, iron itself, the iron is sharpened when you sharpen and enable someone else to come better and put the ego aside. You grow. For those of you in leadership, I'm throwing this in there as I wrap this up. Be not afraid to let go guide, teach, show others. Be not afraid of someone taking your position for no position is guaranteed because at the end of the time, eventually time levels out the playing field and your position, who you are, we all meet the common denominator. He comes knocking on our door. There's death, the great equalizer. Hold not where you are. Guard it not so tightly that you are afraid to share to help someone to become better, prove what they're doing. And if these people that you are leading should lead your, leave your charge, let them lead, let them go, let them grow, let them become the better person that they can be. But I myself, I struggle in all these areas I'm talking about. I struggle in some more areas than just these. But as we as I wrap this up, I'm gonna say this now. There will not be any beautiful butterflies. There will not be any beautiful butterflies. There will not be any beautiful butterflies. So I said, admire, if not for the caterpillar being willing to struggle inside the cocoon. Please check out this podcast, subscribe to it, share it with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone. Or perhaps one thing in it will help someone else to become that butterfly. Fly free. Fly free. And fly free. Fly free. Fly free.